Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery, and this Business Flash is brought to you by National Realty. Managers of New York City cash flow real estate providing you 10 to 16% annualized returns with immediate monthly distributions. See them at nria.net. Well, the Fed spoke and the Dow reached another record while most stocks slipped. Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen suggested weak readings on inflation will not persist as a central bank raised its benchmark interest rate for the second time this year. The dollar already raised its losses. We checked the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day. Dow Industrial Average rose 46 points a quarter percent to close at a record 21,374. S&P 500 down two points a tenth of a percent to 2437. The Nasdaq fell 25 points four tenths of a percent. To 61.94, West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil down $1.75 a barrel, 3.8 percent to 44.71. Spot Gold down $6.40 an ounce to 12.62.20. Ten-year Treasury up 23.30 seconds with a yield of 2.1290. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Now back to you, Carolyn Corey. Catherine Cattery, thank you so much. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets. We are broadcasting live at Pershing Insight 2017 Conference at the Manchester Hyatt in San Diego. This year, by the way, marking 19 years of insight. 19 years committed to the success of advisors. And we are here with 2,000 financial professionals from all over the globe. We're going to be talking to many of them over the next couple of hours. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio. Bill Smith loves that song. He's lonely. He needs a hug. And he's here. He needs a hug. After the radio segment, we get the hug, Bill. Glad to see you. Bill Smead, uh, money manager, joining us from uh, uh, Seattle. And uh, uh, one of our favorite stock pickers. Bill, uh, talk to me about how you've been doing the last couple of days as the NASDAQ has sort of uh, taken a face plant. Well, it, 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 there's one of three possibilities. Either this is the warning shot across the bow of one of the most crowded trades in the last 37 years. The FANG trade. The FANG trade. Or... It will do what the 98, 99 trade did, which is have a couple of corrections and then go to higher heights and suck more people in and damage more capital when it actually gets clocked. Is it like that 98, 99 trade? Because it does feel a little bit different. I feel like we've gotten, I like to think, knock on for Micah, a little bit smarter when it comes to valuations, tech, tech, tech companies in particular. It is, is the 120 times earnings on Amazon <laughs> smarter than the 100 times earnings on Cisco? I don't know. Uh, and the answer is it, it's never different this time. Okay, so they're ten blocks from us, right? They they lose money. Amazon's ten blocks from you in Seattle, yes. From our offices, yes. and, and they lose money on well, almost everything they sell. Everybody says the deal with Amazon is either you buy into that story, and Jeff Bezos and Amazon are going to own the world, rule the world. Either he's right, or he's terribly wrong. Well, I I spoke to one of their employees a couple of days ago, and he said that. The top executives of our company are saying that we can't become a trillion dollar company unless we succeed at delivering groceries. Well, Adolf Hitler didn't think he could conquer, conquer the world unless he went to Russia. How'd that work out? The, there's a graveyard of grocery deliveries right. firms out there. The biggest graveyard in America. So, but look at Walmart who squashed all of the small guys and has become a very strong company and big company. Well, they were. Is that the Amazon they, model? They were profitable right, right from the get-go. Okay, so not apples to apples. Not but apples to apples. Uh, they, you, you can go back to 95. They traded at a 40 multiple, and a 40 multiple was too much. We, fig- we figured out they had to grow their earnings 15% a year for 15 years to justify buying the stock at that price. Right. And as big as they already were. So were you short? No, we, we're long only. I know. So, but so would you be? Would you? Would you be short? No, Corey. The beauty is, if you don't own the fangs, 
you're short the fangs. You're, in effect, you're short. At least, at least you're, when you're comparing results to the S&P 500 returns. You, you mentioned investors. something right before I came on. You mentioned home builders, right? Yes. We have 11% in home builders, and the S&P has 0.15% in home builders. Okay? If home building's good and all the demographics charts show that the next 10 years are likely to good, be good building homes in the United States, the S&P is not going to do squad douche. And all these people that have gone in there blindly based on cheerleading from Jack Bogle are going to be sorely disappointed. Well, let right. me ask you about that, the move into index funds, because I feel like that has become a crowded trade. Oh. So much money flowing into it. That makes me nervous. 25 or 6% of the S&P 500 index is in the FANGs and, and related stocks. But what about – right. Right. It, it, so it, it's, they're all hooked up together. You know, Jack Bogle doesn't come out and say, hey, by the way, you want to buy our indexes? I've talked to the people that put the index together, and they're going to bring our tech exposure down to 10 or 15% so you don't get clobbered when the next break in technology stocks We're come. talking with Bill Smead of Smead Capital Management. One of the things we like about Bill is because, well, he's bashful. No, just kidding. But his value fund, I should point out, uh, over the past five years, roughly 16.5% average annual return, putting it into the 96th percentile. So this isn't someone who's just... Uh, talking about things. He's actually performing well. You're very kind. Can we talk about some of your Speaking names? Speaking the truth. Uh, yeah. So uh, what do you like? Well, so uh, we own Lennar. And right. Lennar has just broken past a, a barrier at $52. It, it was stuck behind that for a while. Fifty three ninety three today. They own more buildable lots in the United States through ownership and options of any of the major home builders. And we're about to enter. It's going to be great building new homes. It's not going to be great selling existing homes. There aren't any existing homes to sell. Right, the right? supply. So, you know, we, we own Amgen. Everybody hates the healthcare stocks. So you pay, you pay 13 or 14 times earnings for Amgen and you pay 30 times earnings for some deadbeat tech company. It, it's just not a good contest. Um, you, we talked about Affleck last time I had you here, uh, and, and it does seem pretty good. About 15% return in the last uh, few months. The founder's son just retired from the company at age 41. I noticed one of the directors was an insider buyer yesterday. Uh, at 11 times earnings, I mean, who knows? Maybe someday, Danny. Wait, what's the, what's the, per, the founder's son leaves? What's that mean? What's that? It means the next generation isn't going to run the company. Right. So, so, professional so that means when Dan Amos gets tired, he's going to call Uncle Warren. And you think he wouldn't like to own that duck? Yeah. Right? And a $110 billion investment portfolio? You think that Buffett and his two underlings running that money couldn't do better than what Affleck's doing? It just, it's so much fun to think about. Probably won't happen. That's like the most remote thing I've said. For three weeks. Bill Speed, lower interest rate environment. The Fed met. We got pretty much what we expected. Uh, maybe there is a new normal where this is just kind of we get growth, not stupendous growth, but not too shabby, but there's no inflation. Got 30 seconds left. How does that impact the investment environment? We have a chart that shows that today uh, home building and home improvement is 3.5% of the GDP of the United States. The average is five and a quarter. The big spread has been how anemic the home building and home buying has been the last five or six years. And none of the so-called economic experts, they don't buy into that. But look at the chart of the growth of 35 to 44-year-olds over the next 15 years. It's explosive. I mentioned the S&P 500 Super Composite Home Building Index is up almost 30% so far this year. I like the sound of that. <laughs> How much do you like Bill Smead? Bill Smead, uh, hey, glad, okay. glad to see you in real life. He's okay. Glad to see you here in San Diego even <laughs> better. Like You're listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Corey Johnson, Carol Masser here broadcasting from the Pershing Insight 2017 Conference in San Diego. San Diego. It's German. San Diego. Who are you kidding? This is Bloomberg Radio. Yeah, so.